0: Do you want to step up your makeup game? I always can. Luckily, my guest today can help. She's a professional makeup artist who has worked on some of the world's biggest stars.
1: And, and if you think of makeup as like an artistic expression, it gets scary and you watch these YouTubers or Instagrammers where they're just like rocking a teal that goes into purple and all these things. It's super fun and to watch, but when you sit down to do it, one, it's intimidating and hard to do, and two, is it really that wearable outside of Instagram and YouTube?
0: From our conversation, you'll learn how to perfect your everyday makeup, the key to finding and wearing the perfect foundation, and the truth about primers. I am Lauren Conrad, and this is Asking for a Friend. Hello. Today, we're going to be talking about makeup with my very good friend and makeup artist, Amy Nadine. Amy is a good friend of mine and has been my makeup artist for many, many years. So my relationship with makeup started like a lot of young women's with a really large caboodle that was pre-filled with colors and products that weren't necessarily meant for me. And I kind of had to just figure it out. So uh, there was a lot of trial and error involved. And my relationship with makeup has changed drastically since then. And a lot of that is thanks to Amy. She has been an amazing friend, but she's also been a really great teacher. She's taught me so much over the years about different products and techniques and even just How to treat makeup. I I think that, you know, she has a lot of fun doing makeup, but also she's she's never had me wear it as a mask. It's always been, you know, use this to accentuate this part about your face that you really like or, you know kind of showing off things and highlighting things that you should be proud of as opposed to covering it all up, which I think a lot of women do with makeup. So I really appreciated that, and I've learned so much from her. So here's a little more on Amy. Amy Nadine is a professional makeup artist who has worked with Rachel Bilson, Kristen Ritter, Emmy Rossum, Anna Paquin, Kate Bosworth, Susan Sarandon, and myself, as well as Richard Gere, George Clooney, Hugh Jackman, Denzel Washington, Patrick Dempsey, Paul McCartney, just to name a few. (laughs) She is currently the global ambassador for Ish Cosmetics and not only contributes to all new product development, but has also made two appearances on QVC's main channel representing the brand. She also co-founded the parenting blog Practically Perfect Baby with her sister Whitney to help guide parents through the first year with their baby. Amy married her longtime French love in 2010, and they have two children together, Jones and Iverson. You'll hear from our guest in just a minute, but first I'm going to tell you about our sponsor. Long day at work? Tough day at school? Still stuck at the office? Treat yourself to a meal you deserve, on demand from your favorite restaurant. Restaurants come to you with DoorDash. DoorDash connects you with all of your favorite restaurants in your city. And ordering is easy. Just use the DoorDash app and choose what you want to eat, and your Dasher will bring it right to you, wherever you are. Don't worry about dinner. Let dinner come to you with DoorDash. Not only is that burger place you really love on DoorDash already, but over 310,000 other amazing restaurants are too. DoorDash connects you with door-to-door delivery in over 3,300 cities. And all 50 states across the United States and Canada. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code for a friend. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter promo code for a friend. Again, that's promo code for a friend for $5 off your first order from DoorDash. All right, let's get into this conversation with Amy. There's a lot that I want to talk about. I definitely want to focus on makeup because that's what you do. And I'll start by saying that one of my favorite things about working with you is that you have always had fun with makeup. It's not something you take too seriously. It's definitely um, something that you enjoy, which makes me feel really bad because I've made you do the exact same makeup on me for well over a decade. But I actually appreciate that because oh. you know
1: what looks good on you. Okay. Like you if you do. look always appreciate. <laughs> There's times where I want a red lip where you're like I'm not in the mood to rock a red lip and I have to respect that and let it go. Oh my god. Cuz it's not me in front of the photographer. I know. I feel bad
0: that like the wildest you get is like a lip color. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting wild. So anyways, but I I think that, you know, working in this industry, I've I've mostly worked with Amy. I've had the opportunity to work with a few other makeup artists, and you definitely have a lot more fun with your job, and it's a lot more laid back, which I have always really appreciated, but I think that makeup can be a really scary, intimidating thing for someone if you aren't really experienced or if you're just unsure of your routine, and I I feel really lucky to be able to have worked with and learn from someone who has a very relaxed approach and has fun with it.
1: So, oh, good. Yeah. I think makeup, mm-hmm. if you think of it like a tattoo, it's really scary. But <laughs> some makeup is a tattoo. <laughs> my, eye, my eyebrows are <laughs> tattoos. Yes. <laughs> yes. But, like, if you think, if you remind yourself, this is not a tattoo, I can take, I have a q tip right here dipped in remover. And mm-hmm. anything I make a mistake, I can just go. Roop and it's, you get a do-over, then it's not so scary. That's true. I honestly, I think it's less about
0: trying something new or or venturing out of your comfort zone and more about people just finding an everyday look. Yeah. Um, when I reached out on social media, one of the, the questions that I saw the most was basically people wanting to have an, an everyday look that was natural looking, that didn't take too much time it was a lot of a lot of mothers who were like i have 5 minutes yep. to do my makeup and people just kind of like not knowing where to start like yeah. just being there's so many products out there and there's i mean if you're starting from zero and you just don't you don't have a lot of experience with makeup. I think that can be really scary.
1: Yeah, and, and if you think of makeup as like an artistic expression, it gets scary and you watch these YouTubers or Instagrammers where they're just like rocking a teal that goes into purple and all these things. It's super fun and to watch. But when you sit down to do it, one, it's intimidating and hard to do. It. And two, is it really that wearable outside of Instagram and YouTube?
0: Yeah, I want to know where all these women are going because I, know. I, see, I see those YouTube videos and I'm like, first of all, they're all like 45 steps and I... Yeah. They really are artists. I mean, yes. they look amazing, and I watch them like sped up on Instagram or a you know, right. popular page. But they're so but like, but where? Uh... Wh- I haven't seen these women in the wild. Oh, like, I've... where are they going with these faces? <laughs> I've seen a few at the food court at the mall. Where really? I'm like, oh no, honey. But that... that's not a good one. And that's I'm not about a good these people a good one. That are, Yes. To be fair, I don't. I don't go out that often. <laughs> <laughs> but even when I
1: did, I feel like I, I never saw people like made up like I see on the internet. It's yeah. crazy. I think finding your every everyday look is something you start in you start in high school middle school you experiment i remember going to the middle school dance with pink mascara on the lo- top lashes yellow mascara on the bottom lashes feeling really cool and then being in the basement bathroom under the gym- gymnasium catching myself in the mirror and being like you look sick you look like you're ill (laughs) why did you do that to yourself (laughs) but maybe it's because I went to an all-girl private school and I dressed for girls but at this dance the boys were there nobody was asking me to dance because I look like I had a (laughs) glaucoma but I think you start so middle school you're you're wild high school you get to where you're starting to hone your own look college you're really figuring out and then people kind of get stuck and then they do the same makeup that they did in high school and college the rest of their life. Do you find that? I find that.
0: I do. I actually, yeah, I know I know people who, yeah, who have worn the same makeup for a really long time. And it's interesting because makeup, it really does become dated. Yep. You know,
1: there's so many fads and, and, and it changes every year, but it, it changes. Well, a cat eye, would, I know when it – Came on the scene, for, obviously in the '60s. But then again, with you and I, I went. I always wondered if you would eventually venture off. But you like the way it's elongated your <laughs> eye, and it changes the shape of your eye. So you don't. So it's become a classic. Is this you telling me <laughs> that I'm one of those people with a dated look? <laughs> no. no, because I'm saying a cat eye has actually turned into a cl- from a trend to a oh. classic state. I hope so. And you don't do a lot. Of, you don't do any shadow, crazy shadow. You know
0: what? It. I I do it like once a week
1: now. I don't. Oh. I used to do it every day. I do it much less. Oh, Interessante. Yeah. Cuz I remember in the beginning when you used to be like, "Amy, I wear it to the gym." I I used, like the I way it to, changes the shape of my. Own. To
0: to be fair. You don't go to the gym. <laughs> well, I uh, no. Oh, oh, man, I don't. <laughs>
1: I Don't go to the gym. I wasn't going <laughs> to say you're going to correct me on that. One. <laughs> oh,
0: bummer. No, I don't go to the gym anymore. Mm. What were you going to say? I was going to say at the time I was I was filming a television show. Yes. So I did wear a lot more makeup. Yes. Good and point. now, yeah, like I I work from home most days. I if I'm not going anywhere. I might do a, like a little mascara, just like a little bit just to feel good, yeah. but but that's it. I'm not wearing I know me too. I'm not. There's no liner
1: involved in those days. But back to finding your everyday okay, ma- makeup. Okay, sorry. Oh, thank you You're for well. redirecting <laughs> this interview. Okay, yeah. So so I guess I guess I would say look at, look for somebody that you uh, are drawn to as far as their style. Okay. Like, I, I mean, um, who you're, maybe, I wouldn't say idol, but like just someone who you like, I love her style. I mean, like a girl on Southern Charm or it could be a girl on a, in, um, yeah. a TV show, something where you just love her style and try it on yourself or have somebody help you try it on yourself and then stick with it where it should become something you do for five minutes every day and you don't think about it anymore.
0: And how important do you think it is to choose someone who has similar features like hmm. do you know what i mean like That's a good question whether they have freckles or you know would i would i look to someone with a completely different complexion or like really dark hair for no. inspiration do you know what i mean good like point. I, I feel like yeah. it's good to pick someone who has some similarities to you cuz you have an idea of how it's going to look Totally. Like, there are women who wear makeup and i'm like that person looks amazing, I could
1: never Never pull that off. Like Adele. Like Adele's makeup is amazing on Adele, and on me would go drag.
0: I like Adele's makeup. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do too on her, but on me, it doesn't fly. Oh, man. I don't like to wear a lot of makeup on myself.
0: Yeah, you don't. don't, Yeah, mm -mm. you don't
1: wear a ton of makeup. Mm -mm.
0: You got a cute face, though, so you're lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here, how about I, I address this, because it was interesting to me when I reached out on social media the the most common question I got had to do with foundation. Okay, and that's super important. It is, but I found it really interesting. Okay, and I've I don't know if this is just me, but I've seen a lot more articles. It could honestly, it could just be my age and like <laughs> the, the the types of things that I'm reading. But I see so many articles and uh, products addressing skin discoloration, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that has milasma. to do with, with melasma, which is you know connected to hormones, which is, you Birth know, control in, in the, pills and yeah, the food, pregnant, all those it, things. Yeah. So I, and I think just within my friend group, a lot of girls struggle with pigmentation. So I think that, I think that skincare and foundation has become increasingly
1: uh, important and foundations really hard to find. I know. Remember us in Palm Springs? We spent – I brought, like, oh, all of them? Yes. 25 different brands, and we spent an evening going yeah. through, and we found Sensei by Kanibo, which became your staple until you had a baby. or, yeah. until, or <laughs> And then we switched
0: to something with more coverage to yeah. cover melasma. Yeah, melasma is a real treat. Yeah. Um, but it's, it happens. It's – yeah. It's not the end of the world. No, it's not. I just – yeah. It's, it's a tricky one, especially when you're trying to do – I mean, for me, this is my biggest struggle is when I want to do that five-minute quick routine. I used to be able to do like a tinted moisturizer or you know a tinted sunscreen and that's just not even an option for me anymore because my my melasma is so so bad so it's it's concealer and foundation i spend most of the time on my skin and the rest is just like whatever i can get done right right so i saw questions having to do with literally everything like finding a match finding good coverage a long-lasting option natural looking how do you apply it like what what do you use to apply it do you include spf i mean
1: it was everything wow okay so obviously start (laughs) (laughs) i'm just telling you like how many i got um it's probably the most important thing because it can become a mask. If you go full coverage, yes, maybe on on a day that's super important, go full coverage. But walking yeah. around or go full coverage at night when the lighting's more forgiving. But when you're walking around outside in full coverage, yeah, you just look like oh wow, she put a lot of makeup on.
0: Well, I think that yes, and and that brings up two points. One is matching your skin. Everyone yeah. has seen when you have like that line on your jaw, it and I'm it's bummed. really
1: difficult, like. Your skin tone changes throughout the year. I know. And your neck is actually lighter than your face because it's shaded from the sun, which just comes above. So then you have to kind of bring it down to cover your neck, which is not the same color as the foundation anyways, because you're matching your (laughs) cheeks, not your neck. (laughs) Because if you match your neck, you'd be too light. Yes. It's also fun. So I think, and it's interesting
0: because, I mean, once you do find a match, one, your skin tone can change. And then also, what is it? Is it? Is, I, want, I want to say like oxidized. What happens to the makeup if it sits on your skin? Sometimes it changes colors. It can
1: go gray. Yeah, which is a bummer. And that's f- from sunscreen in foundation. Some some uh, brands have nailed it. The mm-hmm. sunscreen, like it cosmetics tinted moisturizer, their mm-hmm. CC cream. I feel great. like never goes gray on anybody. And they have they've expanded their choices of color, shades, which is yeah. great. So that's a good staple if you want SPF fifty, and not feel like you're wearing tons of makeup.
0: What are your feelings on? Layering uh, makeup over a sunscreen versus using a makeup with a sunscreen in in it?
1: Uh, For me, on my clients, I would never – I would – stay away from too much sunscreen in the foundation, and afraid that it'll turn gray with yeah. the flashes of the red carpet. I like a setting spray. Super Goop has a setting spray that's SPF 50. Oh. You can, it's clear, and you just spray it on afterwards. I can give it to you I on our no next idea. job. I had no idea. Yeah, How but, did
0: I not know about this? Yeah, so then
1: you don't have to worry about the color changing.
0: I have their, um, powdered, uh, sunscreen. their you, powdered sunscreen. Their powdered sunscreen. just, I keep it in my purse for touch-ups. And do you love it? I like it. Yeah. I think um, – I mean, I always wear – spf on my face under my foundation but i use it just for touch-ups during the if i'm like you know i and again like i
1: always try and keep a hat with me i'm just know. scared of this i know yeah i like uh sunscreen first foundation second if you uh, really want it in your foundation you got to play well, with. i think the it's the like formulas. a time saver yeah you
0: know um and then here's my next question uh does sunscreen under your foundation count as a primer
1: sure Right. I mean, I don't use a primer. I, and everybody was asking about primers. And I was like, dang, should I be using a primer? Primers <laughs> are uh, funny. I never worked in retail. But I had someone who worked at Saks for years tell me that primer was brought on as an upsell. It's not really necessary, but it's a a way to sell another skew, another product. Okay. So it's not super necessary. I know that people love their primers. Uh, I don't use primers on – I use uh, moisturizer as my primer to kind of get the skin happy and massaged type of thing. But I know some people love like a mattifying primer. I find sometimes the foundation on top – What's it called when it rolls becomes and pills? A- pills, yes. <laughs> well, sweaters, pill. I know. I'm assuming it's the same yes, thing. Yes, it is. They, it pills, and yeah. I don't want to ha- be on set and try to have them not notice that I'm wiping these little pills off their cheeks because <laughs> I'm mortified it's and an, feel
0: it—an unwanted texture.
1: Yes, I'm sure people would disagree with me and say that uh, their primers are—they couldn't live without them. For me, I found that it's a throwaway. It's an extra Well,
0: throw. I trust you because you put makeup on a lot yeah. of different faces. Yes,
1: that and. Would- It works for you.
0: Okay. And also you do what I do and I want to think that I'm doing the right thing. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Um, Okay. Okay. So one other thing I want to talk about is clean beauty. Yes. So I try, especially right now because I'm pregnant, I'm really careful about the products that I use on myself and anything I'm iffy about, I just don't use. Yep. But it's really hard to keep up with clean beauty because I feel like in the beginning it was like don't use these three products and then it grew to five and then Damn. it grew to seven and it's I googled recently like what should I avoid and it's like just because I wanted to go through all my products yes. and it was too many it was so many I was like so I water like I can put water <laughs> on myself <laughs> it was really interesting so wh- what's your opinion on clean beauty like what do you think is the best approach
1: the best approach would be to go to a clean brand You know, instead of trying to take ingredients out of what something you have, go to like a RMS, you know, Rosemary Swift. Mm -hmm. I grew up loving her. She did all the Victoria's Secret models and the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. She's like uh, iconic for a really like a beachy, glowy model. Okay and she came up with her line 10 years ago. She was like one of the very first to do a natural line and uh, it's expanded and, and she must have gotten some investors because now she's really nailed it, that's a good staple. But as far as mascara goes, yeah. it's really hard. You could That's where you kinda have to pick a brand like Tarte or something that's more like performance naturals where okay. they struggled, they were like, I think their whole mission was these natural lines are great but they're not performing in certain areas. And so they they've worked and spent the money on research on making a mascara that actually gives you volume it doesn't just tint your lashes yeah
0: it's interesting because it's kind of finding that in between it's like I want my makeup to do its job right but I want the cleanest option possible and there's so many different definitions of clean right now
1: yeah. there's, there's you know there's organic which is uh it's uh, which is probably the the hardest one for them to get it is and also it it
0: sounds like that's like, that's always kind of changing,
1: yeah. which is a little scary for I the know. brands.
0: And the FDA, I, yeah. I don't know how regulated they have been lately. That's what I'm saying is like they're – I think it's constantly changing. Yes. So I actually feel bad for a brand who like
1: – He's pays, Well, do they
0: pay so much money to develop an, an organic – a yes. certified organic brand than – then the regulations change and it's yep. no longer yes. working.
1: <laughs> You're like, I'm so sorry. When I was struggling with infertility for four years, you start getting like, uh, okay, what am I putting in my body? And you get mm-hmm. really clean and you go non-GMO. You're just trying anything. Oh, and I, then
0: I remember the yeah. non-GMO phase. <laughs> I
1: was a little you were, neurotic about you it. You were real judgy on set. <laughs> I know, sorry. <laughs> She'd be walking by with Doritos. I'm like, oh, what are you putting in your body? And then, <laughs> and then I got, well, okay, well, also what I put on my body. So then I oh, really yeah. got into... Uh, uh, researching natural lines, and then I had a client Emily Deschanel who's vegan. Mm-hmm. So I would use some natural in her, and she'd pick it up and see beeswax in it. Yeah, and be like, "This is not vegan. You do you know what they did to the bees to get this beeswax?" And thinking, I'm like, "Oh my god, okay." So now I have to find something that well, doesn't have beeswax in it's it. It's interesting because they do have non-vegan lines that are
0: um, cruelty-free, right? So they, yeah, yeah. So there is like again, there's like that if you if you're comfortable using something that used an animal product, but you want to make sure it was cruelty-free, there is that option yes, as well. exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I'm the um, brand ambassador for Ish Cosmetics, and we are trying to become 100% vegan.
0: Oh, wow. So right That's now great.
1: we're like 70% because of the products we started out with that we can't get rid of because people love them so much, but mm-hmm. we're going to tweak them and reissue them in a vegan way. That's great. Which is cool. But we've now taken beeswax off of the plate. Interesting. I know.
0: Okay. So I want to talk about that. So you so you are both an ambassador, but you also help develop products. Yes, so I get to do all the help so with fun. all their
1: product development, which is I just came from there, and I actually have this, and I'm going to play with some of the stuff on you, because their big trend right now, or our big trend, is probiotic. Tinted oh. moisturizer, probiotic concealer, and we are about to come up with a probiotic setting spray. So the concealer and the foundation are already out there, so I can give it to you today. That's amazing because
0: think. I spoke to a, an, an esthetician, and um, I was asking her – she specialized in uh, melasma, and I was asking her what I should be putting on my skin that was natural. Okay. Unfortunately, right now, everything's natural. Yes. And- the, you know, one of the doctors I went to, she, like, sent me home and didn't charge me. She's like, I can't do anything for you. Oh. She was like <laughs> – Because you're pregnant. Yeah. She was like, I can- anything that's going to make a difference is too harsh for you. So just wait a year or two and then come yeah, back. That makes sense. Um, but the esthetician I spoke to told me vitamin C mm-hmm. topically okay. and, probiotics and probiotics were the, the best – things to put on my skin. So that's great that it's, in, yeah.
1: it's, I think, pro- so we forget we have this microbiome covering our entire bodies of bacteria. I'm sorry. A what now, Amy? Microbiome. I actually learned that in school. Amy. Yes. Amy's also going to school to be <laughs> so a in nurse my, yeah, in, my, in her
0: spare time.
1: <laughs> in my fifties, I want to be a, an RN in the NICU because I just think you should, you should have a career for 20 or so years and then have a new career. I love this. So that's my next curse. So in school, and we took microbiology class, and we learned all about the microbiome that covers your entire body and the way you disrupt it all the time. When you say this, you mean skin. No, it's a little – if you took a, an ultra-magnifying glass, you have little tiny bacteria covering all your skin. I'm going to send you a really cool TED oh, Talk. Oh, that's, that's a to No, it's <laughs> – are you saying there's
0: bugs all over <laughs> there's me? There's little
1: tiny, 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 tiny bugs that's, all over you. But they protect that's you. That's going to keep me up tonight. <laughs> they protect you. So the probiotics uh, help with that, just make – with the cell-to-cell communication between them. There's, like, non-live probiotics and live probiotics. So you, okay. you take the live ones internally and then the non-live ones you can put on your face and everything is very happy.
0: This is very exciting. I'm an, I can't wait to try this. Okay. And one thing I want to know just because you are you live this yes, and it's just kind of funny. Yes. What is right now your favorite trend out there and your least
1: favorite mm. trend? So the answer... Inst- <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> I'm not truly... I'm not good at Instagram and so it's okay you don't have Instagram read. makeup uh, in the beginning, was kind of what would I call Instagram makeup is a very uh, heavy-handed stenciled eyebrow mm-hmm. contour where I watch the stripes down the face and all oh, oh, you know that, that whole, they blend it all and then they try, yeah. they blend it all and so that has been very hard for me to live through as someone who loves seeing freckles through or seeing the hair you know like a feathered brow or you can mm-hmm. see the color of your skin beneath it it's not like a stenciled brow yeah. so that I always knew the trend would. Uh, come back like I feel like uh, the girls that are walking around with it one day will be like oh my god I remember when I used to wear so much makeup because everybody goes through stages yeah. so that's been hard to live through and sometimes when I remember uh, the, do you remember when I worked on Chloe and Kourtney Kardashian before they were huge mm-hmm the nicest girls I've ever worked on—they would always leave, and then I'd look at them on the red carpet, and it was not the necessarily the makeup that oh, they I did. They, they were added. added and added and added it, and, and, and so I, the next time working, like, okay, Amy, you have to be heavier handed. You have to try yeah. harder. But my hand cannot get that heavy.
0: Yeah, it's okay. and, but they can
1: wear it and rock it and look gorgeous. Yeah. But my, I just have a hard I, time a- with Amy, that. Amy, you know everyone does that, by the way. What? Go, I remember, do you remember I yes. used to
0: like take a giant? Powder poof after you'd leave because you wouldn't powder my face. No, and so I would just like poof. I would take the, a small
1: eyeshadow brush and and meticulously powder around her nose or her chin, her forehead, so that you would have uh the glowing cheeks and everything would no, still to look alive. And then we I'd see it. her on the carpet. I'm like, hmm. Because she would be like, bye, Amy. I love you. And then go into the bathroom and powder the bejesus. Every time. Every time. A trend that I love right now is the feathered brow, the boy brow, mm-hmm. boyfriend brow. I love anything. I like the no makeup makeup. Makes me very happy.
0: I love these. I, I'm right with there with you. Yeah. I love these things. I can't really do the no makeup makeup.
1: I But it's a makeup. It's still makeup. It just looks I, like my no face makeup. needs a. It needs a little more. <laughs> but you don't look like you're wearing <laughs> just a little. No, more. somebody I was like, "You don't wear makeup, do you?" And I was like, "Well, I have on foundation, eyeliner, eyeshadow, a brow pencil, mascara, lipstick. So yeah, I a bronzer and blush." You so, have, but what, I look like I'm not wearing a lot of makeup. Yeah, you have that
0: everyday natural makeup look. Yeah.
1: great. Okay, so
0: just just to be clear, because. Selfishly, I need to uh, find another makeup artist if you're
1: leaving me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I- when do you
0: plan to exit this career?
1: Well, it would be like in six t- years or so, but in it- six years. But listen. Okay. The. When you're a NICU nurse, you work three days a week, three hours week. Is that specifically what you want to That's do? That's my dream. But yeah. I, I can't start – they're not going to put me straight away to NICU and let me near these babies. So I'll have to <laughs> start in like the pediatric nursery, you know, or just the nursery. And then eventually when I get skilled enough and take enough tests, I can get into the NICU. So That's it's going to be a while. so But crazy. it's three days a week, so I can schedule a week when you're promoting something. Okay. okay and great, come out. Okay, Great. Because I'm
0: going yes. to need that in writing. <laughs> um, so why why specifically the
1: NICU? Just – so, That's so interesting that you're like this is. I've always thought, and I've always talked to you about it. After yeah. makeup, I want to be a math teacher or something. No, I know no. yes. You always said that you wanted
0: to open a Christmas shop with your sister. I <laughs> too. So yes, or I- work at Disneyland. <laughs> yes, those. <laughs> and then you threw nurse in there. But then you like went to school, and I was like, oh, she's really doing this one. <laughs>
1: so I've always thought that you can, you should keep your brain going, yeah. switch careers later on in life, and have another career. Mm-hmm. I think it's important. I want. My dad retired at fifty-seven, and it wasn't a good uh, thing for him. Sorry, Dad. Okay, so I've learned from that. <laughs> so yes, I've. Always, I'm in my 80s. I will work at Disneyland on Main Street. That's gonna happen one okay. day. Okay. Oh, so you have a third. That's a third. Okay. That's another career There's, after that. All right. One. That's my lat. When my husband has passed away, God bless him. My sister now go work at Disneyland and it's live terrible. together. You've, you've made plans <laughs> after his death. He <laughs> was 10 years older than I am, so it's perfect. Okay, so back to nursing. So when my second son was born, they're both adopted. uh He was in the NICU for eight days for two apneas where he stopped breathing and they had to resuscitate him and every time it happens you get a mandatory 5-day stay and then you could go 2 days if it happens again you get another 5-day. Okay. So we were there 8 days. So I was there 12 hours a day and the nurses were such bad ASSs that I just felt like, oh, I want, like, I just was, I couldn't stop admiring them, the way their confidence, the way that I was like, how do I take this baby home that stopped breathing twice and be able to sleep at night? And she's like, okay, we're going to meet in the conference room at two o'clock and I'm going to teach you how to do everything that I can so that you walk out up here prepared. And I left there like, I'm not scared. I can totally handle taking this baby home. And I did. And I was all, and I had this confidence that they instilled in me. And I thought, how wonderful if I could do that for another mother and sit her down and be like, you can take this baby home that has this heart condition because this is how you're going to handle it. Mm -hmm. It just was like, Something I, I just feel like it as I get older, I like helping people like that. When I look back at, at nighttime, I think about like what I'm grateful for for the day. The things I'm most grateful for is how I made somebody feel or how I helped somebody. It's just like what I like to write down. And so I just felt like this is the career that I want to work towards. I didn't realize how hard school has been. I know. <laughs> I know. I've taken 11 classes so far, and my brain hurts. In the beginning, it hurt. Tremendously. Now it hurts less because I think the muscle of memorizing and learning is it just had some time off. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I had to like wake it back up and learn again. And I've learned that I can't put the kids down at 7 p.m., have a glass of wine and then study because then I cry. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried that and then I tried to take an emergency <laughs> after the glass of wine. <laughs> to, you just to, needed to go Red Bull vodka. I, I know. Like, <laughs> so that would be totally smart. I've learned that I can't really drink during the week and study unfortunately even if I try emergency wow. afterwards but I find when I'm in class I really uh, love the topic and I just love that I'm I'm trying something new and I think you need an exit strategy with makeup because what if one day you're like okay I'm in a good place I want to be you know like take you have, some like, time off and I have, don't have like 30 other
0: clients here because I have the list in front of me so well, they would I, all have to quit in would, order no, for that to be that's
1: true but you feel like a, it's, it's a claustrophobic feeling to yeah. know that there's all these other um, things that play behind the scenes on influencing who somebody's makeup artist is and you, and you just feel like oh my gosh is there a target on my back is the publicist not like me now are they gonna t-? I don't like that feeling
0: I know it's on the outside but I think that you do something nice when you do makeup you make people feel confident and you make them feel good about oh, themselves
1: thank you i I remember in makeup school, sh- the teacher was said, "You're the first person they see in the day. Mm-hmm. You set the tone. You know, you're." And I, I'm not. I'm a total morning person. I don't drink coffee. I don't like. I'm. You just, are a I wake person. up very jolly. So yeah. I, I remember thinking, "Oh, this will work for me because I'm. I like to set the tone for the day. I liked that makeup is more about." looking after somebody and making them feel good and and knowing that, like, you've helped them do that. It's not the Amy show. It's, like, make yourself small. I like all that.
0: You're just a nice person. (laughs) Sorry. No, you are. You're just a nice person. I feel so lucky to have you. You'll hear more from our guest in just a minute, but first I'm going to tell you about our sponsor. Spring is here. The best part? Weather starts to clear up, and you can finally get outside. The worst part? Spring cleaning. Grove makes healthier home products accessible and affordable. Over half a million families shop grove.co for non-toxic dish soap, plant-based skincare, and tree-free bath tissue. Grove makes it easy to find the best natural, eco-friendly products online and delivers them straight to your door, so you can make better choices for your family with just one click. Everything available at Grove is healthier for you and the planet. Grove delivers natural brands you love like Mrs. Meyer's 7th Generation, Burt's Bees, and Grove straight to your doorstep. And for a limited time, my listeners get a three-piece cleaning set from Mrs. Meyer's Spring Scents, a free 60-day VIP membership, and a surprise bonus gift just for you when you sign up and place an order of $20 or more. So, get this exclusive Mrs. Myers offer from Grove before it runs out. Choose from your favorite spring scents, including peony, lilac, and mint, and receive a free hand soap, dish soap, and multi surface spray from Mrs. Myers. You'll also receive a Grove Collaborative cleaning caddy and walnut scrubber sponges. Check out Grove and our special offer at grove.co slash for a friend. That's grove.co, not.com slash for a friend grove.co slash for a friend. Okay, let's get back to the conversation. So now that you know a little bit more about Amy, we're going to take some questions from you. We'll talk about how to do the perfect eyeliner, makeup tips for beginners, why you might want to consider taking a trip to your local makeup counter, and how to transition your makeup between seasons. First, I want to address a lot of questions were sent to me asking about my eyeliner. And the one I'm using right now is, I think it's NYX. NYX. Mm NYX. Yeah, it's NYX. I think you can get it at the drugstore. You can kind of get it anywhere. You can get it anywhere. They have a bunch of different
1: kinds. um, uh, They have different. They have matte. They have vinyl. They have, uh, where if you like more, the pen. You know, at I do a brush, so I—that's the,
0: the one I use. And for directions on how to do the the eyeliner, if you go on YouTube and type in Lauren Conrad eyeliner, it's the first thing that comes up. And it was a video that's actually narrated by Amy. Yes, we made it together, so it's there for you.
1: It's super cute, and it's it really like it. You can, like, really, you can I think watch did a good it and get with it. it. I think so too.
0: Okay, so this question, this question made me really happy. <laughs> she just seems really sweet. So this question is from Kim. It says, I've worked on a farm for the past four years where I rarely wear makeup or get dressed up. I recently accepted a job offer with a mortgage company that has a dress code, so I raided Kohl's and bought most of your items. Thanks, Kim. Uh, And now I have to go figure out what to do with my face. And I'm clueless, in all caps. Cute. Do you have any go-tos, must-haves, or tips for ladies who are basically just starting out with makeup? I'm very much a beginner.
1: I would start with foundation, even out your skin tone. If foundation scares you, then spot conceal under eyes or any pimples. Make sure you blend the edges well. Make sure it's the right shade that matches your color. I would just go on a tinted moisturizer, mm-hmm. even concealer might intimidate people, come to think of it. I would do mascara. If you want to wake up your eye a little, do a do a coal pencil or a longwear pencil and at least line the top eye your top eyelid so it opens up your eyes mm-hmm. don't do the bottom if you find i would test run it on the you know before try it out before. try it out before because <laughs> no, this isn't day one <laughs> let's figure it out <laughs> maybe go get your brows waxed clean oh. them up a little if you're too afraid to fill them in yourself you can just get them waxed and and just trim them and make them look clean and kept and then um if you're afraid of lipstick do a gloss Just kind of adds a little life to your lips. Blushes does a lot for a lot of people. I always wear blush. Yeah, I love blush. Uh, I love bronzer, just to uh, to because when you wear uh, foundation, you've now taken away, you've evened out your canvas. So you kind of have to go back and put dimension in. If that intimidates you, think about it. Just going back and putting some color in.
0: Is there is there like a good source you can think of? You know what I mean. Like, if I don't know how to do makeup, what's is it? Do I go to a beauty counter. Do I look mm. on online? Mm. Like, what's the best source? Like, is it? Am I buying a beauty book? Like, what's the best way for me to
1: kind of teach myself makeup? Do you think? Lauren Conrad beauty book. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. <laughs> that is a great book though, because I feel like we have a whole stuff on on beginners in there. But a- a- I would a- say he wrote a whole chapter in that book. Yes, he did. It was super fun. Um, so I would say uh, the counter is a great idea. Okay. even Ulta has women walking, have women or and men walking around that can help you because a book and uh, YouTube is not necessarily your coloring, your hair color, your eye color, your undertones, all those type of things that you're like, what is an undertone? But the person walking around at at Ulta or Sephora will know what that is or just the makeup counter at your department store, Mac store, just kind of look around, find somebody that you like their makeup and ask them.
0: Oh, that's that's a good tip. I do that. Like if Mm -hmm. I see like a really good lip color or something, I always ask I always ask. Or even just like a nail color. Otherwise,
1: you go home and you're sad you didn't ask. Well, I I mean, (laughs) I don't have that much regret. I just usually (laughs) know what like a dress that I love. If I didn't ask, I I go home and I'm I'm like, why didn't I
0: ask? I get shy. I'm picturing you crying into your wine and be like, I shouldn't be studying, but I'm searching the internet for that dress. (laughs) Okay, Jessica wants to know... How can you make the right makeup transition between seasons, like winter to spring makeup or spring to summer, et cetera? That's a good like question. How do you switch it up?
1: So you, in winter, you can go more dramatic. You oh. can go moodier because it's not such a strong sunlight. That's interesting. I also
0: I feel like the tones you wear tend to be darker. Totally. It's more like jewel tones. Black sweaters and jewel tones.
1: So you can wear like a, a moody, berry lip or go more dramatic with your... <laughs> I, I know <laughs> you, just, you like a Moody Berry lip. I do. Remember the MTV M- Movie Awards? That was a good lip. That I, a good. I, <laughs> I remember not go back all. There. <laughs> and then in the summertime, you just, you don't want to wear as much makeup because you're a little sweatier. Oh, alright. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't thinking sweaty.
0: I was thinking, I, I, I think more about like finishes yes. and texture. So like in winter, yes, you're going darker and more dramatic, but I'm also thinking I'm, I'm I'm opting for a matte lip. I'm probably going for more of a powdered finish, whereas yep. in the summer, I'm using more highlights yes. um, shine. I even have, like, a balm that I'll use as a highlight, like, on cheeks Love. and stuff to give a little glow. That's a great highlight. Um, and I, I use more lip glosses or just stains with, like, a gloss over it. Because you're wearing, like, a flowy
1: blush-colored sundress, most likely.
0: I would never wear blush. <laughs> Here's one. I don't know the answer to this either. <laughs> Chelsea asked, what's, what's bad about using makeup that has expired? Oh. Is it bad? I mean, because
1: I looked up like, it's I would like, say bacteria. Oh, that's it? I would say it's gro- starting to grow some funky stuff. That's, that's why it smells. Ew. But don't smells? quote me on it, but my guess is when you open up a lipstick and it has a funky smell that's not that pretty smell that you came with, it's a, probably a, I've never, a stinky bacteria. Because of I've that microbiology sm- class oh, I took, <laughs> I cannot tell you how gross streptococcus smells and all and all the, uh, like, uh, E. coli stinks. I get so upset if I got to sign the E. coli to grow in the test tube. It stinks. I feel really good about the fact that I've never <laughs> opened up makeup and thought this is stinky. Well, that never. Means you, then you haven't kept it for too long. You've never had something turn. I've had something turn in my kit because it's been no. in there and I haven't used it.
0: You know, I'm. I don't have a lot of products. That's true. Well, thank you so much for going over all these these fun makeup things with me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this was really nice. I feel like I learned a few things, which is crazy because. I've spent a lot of time with you and all we do is talk when we're together and we often talk about makeup. So. True.
1: <laughs> I think we nerd out about makeup a lot. Yeah. It's fun to be nerdy. I know, but... We talk about makeup. Well, thank you so much, Amy. You're welcome, honey.
0: Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and to my wonderful guest, Amy Nadine. I hope you learned some tips that will help you with your makeup and you had some fun with us. For more information on Amy, you can follow her on Instagram at, at Amy Nadine makeup and also at Practically Perfect Baby. And if you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk to you soon.